Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a real libertarian podcast where there's no such thing as a real libertarian and we don't care to tell you. Um, tonight on the show, we have the usual suspects, myself, bootleg libertarian, as well as Mr. Will Darty. And a fantastic gentleman who is running for Congress in Minnesota next on Not A Real Libertarian Podcast. So, we've got to do the usual things, such as give a shout out to our monetary overlords, like this guy, Jack Casey. He gives us money. He's like the uh, the Koch brothers of the Libertarian Party. He gives out money to everyone. If you say his name three times on your podcast, he will appear um, with like a little bit of money. I'm not saying it's a lot, but it's it's enough to where I'll continue saying his name. Um, but it's not enough for me to read his book. Uh, I don't think he's got that much money. Um, it's a huge book. I'm not going to read it. Also, what's very, very important to our uh, techno oligarch overlord lizard people is that you find us on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Hit the like, subscribe, follow, whatever their choice of enslavement is on their preferred app. Do that. Comment. Share. All the good things. One final thing. I've got to stand up for a man who can't stand for himself. And that's Mr. Thomas Queter. There's no quit in Queter. He's got upside down feet and he's an awesome dude. He takes a joke. It's funny. He will say worse things than I can about him. But he's a stand up guy that's in a wheelchair. That was actually crowdfunded. If you ask him the story and after about an hour and a half, you'll be done hearing the story. Um, but go to Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Donate, join, all the regular stuff. Uh, and then the the guy who I've enslaved out in Oklahoma and forced him to do these awful shows with me is my... I call him sex slave. Will Doherty. I, I don't think I want to, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and exit. All right. Well, that got dark real quick, but I'm excited for the show tonight. We have some really serious things to talk about, and it's going to be a really good conversation. And the whole LP movement, the whole Liberty movement right now seems to be talking about it. It started uh, with Bull, and then it went to Cajun Libertarian last night, and apparently Adam versus the man, and Shane Hazel, and... Uh, We've got some serious stuff to talk about, about what it means to be a veteran and a libertarian. And I think that Bull is the perfect guy to have on and talk about these issues. So I'm ready to go. So yeah, <laughs> last night, yeah, uh, last night Cajun and I did a uh, impromptu uh, episode. He was going to do a phenomenal, you know, six month, you know, celebration, patting himself on the back. He's going to throw his shoulder out. He's a friend of mine, so I, I can talk shit if I want to. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, he was gonna he was gonna have a good time, and then he ch- chose violence because uh, there are people who are in this party who apparently are just just really really bad. But um, 
enough of that. There's a gentleman who is running for Congress out in Minnesota. Um, and if your wife is looking, he is in fact a bull. It's even in his name. I don't know if he'll get that joke, but it's a compliment. Travis Bull Johnson. Where do you think the nickname came from? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm glad I don't get it. I don't even want to know. Please don't explain this to me. You're right. You don't want to know. I'll send you. I'll, a, I'll send you. I'll send you an Urban Dictionary link later. Well, um, I'm okay. Please don't. I'll delete the message before I read it. I promise. Uh, Welcome, Bull. We're glad to have you, man. Thank you for having me, man. I want to. I want to focus on. Oh, all right, Sean, throwing some names he, out. You know what? I love Adam. Favorite, I don't want to hate on Adam, but um, yeah, we got a lot of deep issues to get into. I don't want to take away from your run too much because that's what we're really here to talk about is you <laughs> and your campaign. Um, and you know what? Let's start with that. What do you think, Bootleg? Should we start with the good stuff and then we should get into the grease later? I'm good with whatever. It's, uh, Travis is the guest. If he wants to talk about his campaign the whole time, I think that's phenomenal because that's the important thing is winning elections. Fuck all this other petty stuff. But uh, um, I'm here for whatever. At the end of the day, it's all connected. Yeah, so why are you running for Congress, Bull? Tell me about your run, what you stand for. Basically, I'm I'm tired of the, the BS. I'm tired of the national debt getting so high that our inflation, our money is becoming worthless. I'm tired of the government figuring they have to be in everything, little thing that we do. Uh, I'm tired of the elites ruling from the throne. Uh, I mean, I said the other day, you know what, I think it's time to bring common sense back to D.C., but I don't know if it's ever freaking been there. Uh, so, I mean, th- that's what's getting me involved. I mean, just the, the way these elections are being run, I mean, there's so much negativity. Uh, and, and that's how both, that's how the two powers are staying in in, uh, in power, is they're scaring people away from the other party. Nobody talks about vote for us because they're like, well, if you don't vote for us, Nancy Pelosi will be the 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 speaker of the house. If you don't vote for us, then now you got four more years of, of bad orange man. Uh, I mean, that's that's their their repertoire right now. I mean, nobody wants to earn a vote anymore, uh, and, and that's where my issue is. I mean, come out, tell me where you, what you really stand for, and, and let me make my own my own judgments. I may not agree with you on on everything, but if I think you're a good person, you're probably going to get my vote. And, it's a giant uh, game, a good cop, bad cop, pretty much. Yeah, that, that, that's all they do. I mean, and it's one of the re- the big reasons I wanted to run as a libertarian is because if a libertarian gets elected to Congress, guess what? That doesn't work anymore. Because if you chase them off, they're not may not be coming to you. They may go to the Libertarian Party. That takes their most valuable weapon out of their quiver, their most valuable arrow out of their quiver. If you can't use that those attack ads anymore, uh, give you an idea. This this district last term, twelve or thirteen million dollars were spent in PACs in this district. One million on why to vote for us. Twelve millions on why not to vote for the other guy. That's exactly. crazy. Okay, that's just freaking crazy. So, what is it so, that you stand for, Bull? <sighs> You know, I'm, 
and, and I get into this all the time because I'm not a, I'm, I'm a simple guy. Okay. I mean, I want what a lot of the guys here want. I want to keep more of my money that I earn. I want the government to, to I want people in the government to, to let me live my life. Uh, the only thing I want the government to do is, is basically protect, protect me, protect the nation and, and uh, prevent me from getting screwed over. Uh, other than that, I mean, let me make my own choices. If, if I screw something up, it's my responsibility. It's not the government's responsibility to, to protect me from, from McDonald's. Okay. It's just, uh, so at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of what I stand for. It's just simple life, simple. Let's, let's get back to, to basics. I mean, when we're spending trillion dollars on out of, out of cycle, uh, infrastructure bills, and that's just the, the down payment for what they're really planning. I mean, that's, that's, that's another thir- uh, 3% or 4% onto the debt just by itself. Sure. Uh, and they, they, they play all these tricks going, well, it's not actually going to cost anything because this is all money we didn't spend somewhere else. Bullshit. If you ain't spent yeah, right. it somewhere else, put it back against the debt. Okay. It's still costing us money. It just, yeah. you're saying it's going to cost us money, but we won't see it. So it doesn't really matter. And it's places they plan to cut. It's not places yeah. they've cut yet. It's right. part of a proposal of places they'll cut over the next, yep. you know, 10 years. They won't. I mean, uh, and, uh, and I was thinking about this on the way over here when I was getting ready for the, the podcast. And, and it goes a lot back to our to the the Adam versus the man with, with Cajun this morning. I mean, Adam's talking about all these different things and all this history. And, and, and it comes off to me as a policy wonk. OK, it's people don't want policy wonks. They want average Joe, Joe Blow who uses common sense over mental gymnastics. Uh, yeah. and, and that's kind of what, that's where I'm running at is I, I'm, I'm running as a small farmer who, who wants to be able to sell his own, his, his pork or his beef straight to a customer without having to jump through the hoops of the USDA. I want open, fair trade. I mean, I want to be able, I don't want to be held. I mean, protect, I don't want them to protect the big companies from me. I mean, come on, really? They got all this money, all this power. Why do they need protected from this guy with 15 to 20 cows? Yeah. But you know what? That's what they do. Uh, and, and, and the sign where at first I say, you know what? No, we've had enough. Uh, and, and that message is, is resonating extremely well in this district. I mean, this district is a district that uh, President Trump took 65% of the vote on. The, uh, the person who's in there now only took was his prefer his endorsed candidate. But he, she only took 53%. That means Trump wasn't even strong enough to carry her to, to a higher number. It was basically just what they needed for her to, to be able to back it and slide in. And the people here felt that they were shoved on. She was shoved on them by, by Minneapolis, Tom Emmer, and by D.C. And, and this is the type of area that just they don't go for that. I mean, you know what? We want you in right now because the guy who was in there before was there for 15 freaking terms. He's a great guy, but he's been he's been taken over by the system. It's time to switch him out, and we get this professional politician who's been in in state politics for twenty something years. People I ask people, why did y'all vote for Trump? He was anti-establishment. And why in the frick did y'all put a professional politician in there now? Well, we didn't have another choice. If we had another choice, we would. So you know what? I'm your freaking choice. 
Hell yeah. I'll be your daddy. Okay, let's. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, I mean, let's. If if, if you're all saying that's what the re, that's what's stopping y'all, hey, let's. We'll remove that roadblock. Okay, I'm just. Uh, I mean, that's what I tell them. I mean, uh, one of my most popular posts on Facebook last year was I was on there ranting because I'd spend the night trying to save a, a baby because I'm a farmer. I've got goats, I've got pigs, I've got cattle. And I spent all night trying to, I mean, a good portion of the night trying to save a uh, a, a baby goat that just didn't make it. The, the night before that, I mean, I'm looking at my cameras out in my barn, which is about 10 miles from us, in a blizzard. Brand new baby piglet falls in a, in a water trough. I'm jumping in the car, in the truck, trying to get over there as fast as I can. Managed to get the, the piglet out of there. Spent three hours warming him up to save his life and go, you know what? If politicians had to do more shit like this, they might have a little bit more understanding for the common man. Hmm. And uh, and again, that, that 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 resonated with people going, you know what? Yeah, we got these elitists who are ruling us instead of representing us. Uh, they represent. I mean, the the American people are, are third on the list. I mean, they take care of the the party first. Them well, them and the party they take care of first and second. Then it comes down to the people if there's any room left. Lobbyists and, are in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's part of taking care of themselves. <laughs> True. So if I that's mean, got you fired up, I mean, and you want to help, like Sean Hickman wants to help, what you need to do right now is go over to Bull Johnson for mn07.com. Give this man your money, all of it, just like the whole bank account. Just empty that shit right into his lap. <laughs> And like he said, if you do that, he'll be your daddy. And if your wife's hot enough, he'll be her bull. <laughs> it's a good thing Will don't catch this. Otherwise, he'd be spitting up what he just drank. I, yeah. This episode's getting a little too weird for me. I want to keep this as child-friendly as possible. I mean, we can say fuck, <laughs> but let's let's not be weird here. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I'm glad y'all are, y'all are talking about the money aspect. Because you know what? That's... That's the hard thing when you're running as a libertarian or a third party. I mean, we don't have the big, big money coming in. Uh, we don't need millions and millions of dollars. But in reality, for a congressional race, you're still going to need need 200 to 300 grand. Um, the reason and the reason we don't need that millions and millions of dollars is where they're they're spending it. They're spending it on TV ads. Who watches TV anymore? Old people. Old people, and that's all they're going to get with us, okay? I mean, everybody else, I mean, we can reach through Facebook. We can reach through billboards, which don't cost nearly as much money. Uh, and, I mean, then there's there's just the earned advertising you get by doing the the interviews, by making sure they show the media knows about your kickoff event, these type of things that are get you the, the free advertising. But even with all that, I mean, marketing still costs money. I mean, bailouts need money. Facebook ads need money. Uh, and that's actually one of our best tools right now is Facebook ads, which is a real challenge because it means I can't say anything or anything that will get me a ban. <laughs> okay. Because that basically shuts my campaign up for for 30 days. Got to stay within so, the lines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so, mean, uh, so which the, is a challenge. The ballot, what's the ballot access like up there in Minnesota? Uh, 2,000 signatures over a 10-day period, Hell yeah. uh, okay. which which bad. includes Memorial Day, uh, hmm. which is also one of the big reasons why we push our Facebook page. 
especially locally. I mean, that's going to be where we're going to get our signatures. We're going to say, you know what? On this date, we're going to meet here for signatures. On this date, we're going to meet there for signatures. I've already, I mean, I've already got 15 people who are signed up to be door knockers and signature collectors. To have that this early in, in the cycle, I mean, we're still almost a year away from, I mean, eight, nine months away from the, from the, the signature collections. That kind of tells you something. I mean, we got uh, one of the one of my most recent volunteers. She was the chair for the GOP uh, District Seven. She was person who was in or deputy chair. She was the number two person in the Republicans in this district, and she said we've had enough. She's coming over to support my campaign. I've got three or four other BPU chairs doing the same thing. Going, you know what? This is not the way this is supposed to work, uh, and, and they're they're tired of it. I mean, the what's the BPU? Uh, Can you educate? Uh, me? Yeah, that's basically a, a small political unit. It's basically like something on the county level for the uh, for any of the parties. Libertarians don't talk about it that much because well, we're not very we're not big enough to use them. Hmm. I mean, they're it's the equivalent of some of our affiliates, I guess you could say. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, would you uh would you have time for a question real quick? Uh, Jason Always. Lyons has one for you. So are there any laws Bull would like to address should he be elected? Uh, one right off the bat is uh, from uh, Representative Massey. It's called the Prime Act. This is one that, that strikes close to home to me. Because uh, with the Prime Act, what it would allow is small producers like myself to sell cuts of meat to, to, uh, to, comment to, to Joe Blow on the corner without needing to go through USDA inspection. I can go through a, a custom butcher house. Uh, now, the first thing the, the establishment says is, well, no, this is a safety issue. Bullshit. I mean, you, when you send a piece, when you send a, a steer through a, a processing plant, that USDA inspector will look at that thing two or three seconds before it's to the next station. If that. If that. My, my butcher looks at this damn thing all freaking day. If there was a problem, he would know it and he would say something because you know what? It's his stamp that goes on when it goes out the door. Okay, I'm a lot more comfortable safety wise with what I get from my butcher than what I get from the grocery store. Hunters across yeah. this entire country get all of their meat processed at private butchers without USDA inspection every single yep. year. It is not a health concern. It's about the money. It's well, it's about the control. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you keep these guys out, then guess what? You have to uh, you have to use the meat packers. I mean, one of the things that really caught me last year is you remember right after COVID kicked off. These meat packers were closing down or having issues. All of a sudden, the price of meat in the grocery stores skyrocketed. You know what didn't change that month? Exports of meat. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> there was no meat shortage. I mean, but it there was enough in the pipeline to go quite some time, but it allowed them to use that as an excuse to raise the price. And there is no competition because, again, we... I mean, to, to, there's so few USDA butchers, even if I wanted to use one, it's hard. I mean, yeah, so it's, yeah. I mean, so it, it's, it's, uh, so that, that's one of the first things I would, I would do. I mean, uh, quite honestly, I'd probably, my first day in office, I'd probably go down to representative Massey's office and say, what do you need signed? <laughs> I mean, there's so many of his, like he's got, he's got a, another bill that he's looking for co-sponsors for to eliminate the Department of Education. I mean, before the Department of Education took over, the United States was ranked one in the world 
for education. Hmm. We're currently ranked eighth. Is it that high? Yeah, we actually are eighth. <laughs> hmm. But uh, so I mean, those are the and the, the other big thing is when we got to control spending, we got to do something about the twenty-two. I mean, this yeah. is this is actually one of and it pisses me off. Every freaking politician you can look on there online for every politician running for Congress, and every damn one of them will put on there that they're they're interested in 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 combating veteran suicides. Every freaking one, and not one person has come up with a new idea in twenty in, in twenty two years. And they're just okay. fine to keep making new veterans. They're fine to keep sending them to war. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing is the people are. Well, what do you do to help combat veterans? Stop freaking making them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing you do. I mean, it, which which kind of brings us on to this this whole issue that we've had over the last few days with the uh, the comments about the military and stuff like that. I mean, it, it, it's frustrating when when they're basically in. To give you an idea how this whole thing went on the other day is we had on, on Discord for our state, we had a, a guy come on who was, a, who was actually a, a, a veteran. He was an MI guy just introducing himself. And uh, and somebody came back and, and said something to kind of attacked him. And I'm like, hey, no, I mean, I'm 20 year Army vet, blah, blah, blah. And, and basically part of the comment on that was, well, it's not our fault. You wasted 20 years of your life in a murder cult. And I'm like, hey, wow. you know what? And, and then I followed people. Okay, and then I followed it up a little bit with, and talked about, hey, you know what? I mean, there's people I know who died. There's this, and the response I got after that was, well, they died because you enabled them to go to war by joining. So you're responsible for that death. If you wouldn't have joined, they wouldn't have had enough people to send people to war. Hmm. And, and I'm just like, what <clears throat> the? And, and 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 I took it, and yeah, I took it personally. Okay, I'm. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say differently, but personally, I would I, if if I was to do it all over again, I'd have probably done the same thing. Um, and, and one of the guys came back afterwards and asked me, well, "Why? I mean, why would you have done the same things knowing what you know now?" And I mean, y'all y'all guys were both military. I mean, there's the camaraderie. There's a, there's a lot of the the good things that we remember. And and the way I explained it is, say you're you're married for twenty years, and in that twenty years you have four or five big fights with each other. Are you not going to marry her? Hmm. I mean, you'd probably redo it and probably work on, on what you can do better. But I mean, that's kind of the, and in, in my area, that's the kind of stuff that that would be a campaign killer. I'll be quite honest. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm here and running for, for as a libertarian and if rumor gets out, if word gets out, hey, libertarians think the military are are uh, are murder cults in a sixty five percent Republican area. I mean, that's and that was part of my frustration, which which blew it up too. Is I I made a Facebook post going, hey, you know what? I'm not sure I'm going to run as a libertarian anymore because of this. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that. Libertarians' worst problem is we keep shooting ourselves in the freaking foot. I mean, we have these power struggles on the national level that makes all this news. We have the the edgy messaging about child labor laws. I mean, people don't realize when you're on a race like mine, okay, I'm running for United States Congress. 
the second I become a threat, they're doing operation research on me and the party for anything they can use against me. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that's going to come up. As a party, we don't think about it because we haven't been a player in a major race. I'm, pl- I'm running this race like I'm going to win it. So I have to take these things into account. I have to think about these things. Otherwise, I'll get blindsided with them because, again, we will win. But I'm going to – and people are like, well, you can address these issues as they come up. In my area, I need to take 200,000 votes. The GOP or whatever bl- – broadcast this these attack ads on TV and, and even if it's only to older people who catches it how much opportunity am I going to have to counter counter that with the people who got that message they're not come they're going to come up to me and ask me I'm not gonna have millions of dollars to run counter ads sure I don't have that luxury hmm. okay um, so yeah it, it frustrated me I mean the the whole situation with them and and what frustrated me even more is a couple of the people from the party, from the state party, reached out to me afterwards and basically said, "Hey, we don't agree with what this guy did. We don't agree with with how he said things." It's not that they disagreed with what he said; they disagreed with how he said it. <clears throat> and that's making me like, "Well, wait a minute, am I did I misread the room?" Because I mean, I'm in the veterans caucus. I know a lot of veterans who are big libertarians, and I'm like. Where did this anti-veteran rhetoric come from? And that's what made me have some second th- second, th- second thoughts. I'm like, is this party me? And I tell you what, the, the outpouring I got of support after that post reaffirmed that, yes, this party is the party for me. Hell, I, I even had Spike Cohen call me about it. I mean, that's how, how this thing, this thing blew up. And, uh, and when he called me, and I thought he might hear about it because I I, I, I tagged Bootleg, I ta- tagged Cajun, I ta- tagged Brian on it. But then when he called me, it's like, yeah, I was sent a copy of that message two or three days ago. So somebody in that room actually sent it to Spike right after it happened. So it upset somebody else at that point. Not, not enough to tell me. But, <laughs> but yeah, somebody else saw that say, we gotta, we can't be doing this. We can't be running our our, our, our candidates off over stuff like this. I mean, and when I didn't agree with the whole murder cult uh, terminology, well, then the question started coming out, well, well, I guess he's probably not anti-interventionist or he's not anti-sending the troops overseas. I never said that. Where in the frick do you at get that from? Okay. Not once have I said, yes, we need to send troops overseas to police the world. You listen to anything I say, I'm saying we are not the world's policemen. I'm saying what Teddy Roosevelt said, speak softly and carry a big freaking stick. Okay. I mean, our, our, our defense needs to be strong enough to support the homeland, but we don't need to be out there running around in every freaking country in the world. Uh, we don't need to be giving foreign aid. I mean, this is because this is one of the other frustrations, the foreign aid, military foreign aid. I don't know if you guys really know how how that works. I worked in the U.S. Embassy, so I do know how it works. We talk about we give country X uh, $1 billion in military aid. Well, people think that we're sending a, a billion-dollar check, and then they go and spend it however they need it. No, we give them a $1 billion line of credit that they can use with U.S. defense contractors. 
I mean, it's all part of being able to to feed that money back into the military industrial complex without it being traced back to we're feeding it to the to the industrial military complex. I mean, it's just and you know, here's so much money you can get what you need from Raytheon or Boeing or or whatever. I mean, that's that's how a lot of these programs work, which is. Another one of my platforms I said is, you know what, we're going to cancel all foreign aid except for fo- food, maybe disaster, but food and disaster will be it. We don't need to be sending everything else anywhere else. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, even the food aid, hardcore libertarians are going to be asking me why. Uh, truth of the matter is, I'm in an ag area, okay? I need that one. <laughs> I mean, uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, so I wanted to touch on something real quick. Um, so I've been on Twitter all day trying to get some answers about that hashtag murder cult bullshit. And basically, the mental gymnastics that requires you to get to that assumption um, is basically, and I will I will agree on one very simple aspect of it. The military is very cultish, right? You know, mm-hmm. we, we have our sex of the cult. We've got the army that shits on everybody else because we're better. Then you've got the Navy, the Air Force, and the Marine Corps. And then uh, you've got, like, the Coast Guard that exists somewhere. And then the Space Force, which is, like, the new adopted baby that everybody kicks around and forgets. Um, But I I, I will grant them that. I'm like, okay, I can see that. That's fair-ish. But the problem is is when, when they start talking about how, you know, people go into the military to commit murder you know you go like the only thing the military does is murder is is a farce the the entire precept that all the military does is murder we've got engineers that build schools we've got engineers that build hospitals we've got medics that provide aid to enemy combatants we've got we've got we've got medics that provide aid to local civilians we spend tons and tons of money and training (laughs) and man hours doing more things than just killing I, i mean I mean, I don't, I don't know your actual service jacket, but you spent twenty years in, and I assume you did a lot more than just, uh, um, you. Well, you were a, you were a bean counter, weren't you? Pretty much, I was a professional pope. Yeah, yeah, professional pope. I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, honestly, it's not what I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be psyops, but get hurt at jump school, and they reclassify you with the needs of the army. Uh, funny story in, I mean, they asked me to pick five MOSs I wanted to transfer to, one of which was MP, by the way. Uh, three or four days later, I come in and say, hey, where, where am I going? Fort Ben Harrison. Fort Ben Harrison? It's like, wait a minute, I chose medical, that's Fort Sam. I chose aviation, that's at Rucker. I chose MP, that's at McClellan. And like, what the frick is, is, is Fort Ben Harrison? Uh, and they came back, well, that was number six option. You're you're going finance. Like, how do I go from psyops, which is supposed to be high speed, low drag, to the most drag MOS you can in the service? Uh, yeah. Which which well, is bad enough, except you always get a commander who who wants you to be infantry, finance infantry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Every one of them, okay. Every one of them thought we were we were infantry, and like we're like, hey, wait a minute. Now, now, granted, I mean, you do have to go on a lot of missions, and it is cool to walk around with, with tough boxes full of $100 bills. But <laughs> but chill. Yeah. It's, it's still yeah. finance. Yeah, and exactly. I think a lot of people get like this bad image of them. 
get yeah, get this bad image of the military because they watch too many fucking war films, right? Like they see, oh, well, that's all the military does, right? They kill people. Yes, that is a bad part of the military. We use the military to just go do dumb shit in Afghanistan, which, matter of fact, there are people fighting in Afghanistan right fucking now that weren't alive for 9-11. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine what the fuck they're being told while they're over there. Like, oh, hey, you remember this thing that happened before you were born? Yeah, that's that. Uh, my argument has always been and will always continue to be, and I, I, I assume, Travis, that you will back me up on this, um, if you don't, that's fine. You can tell me I'm wrong. I'm always here to be wrong. But we are the only human beings in the United States that understand the full veracity of how bad government-run anything is. Our entire medical care is bad. Are just like you can't even get paperwork on time. They they they're like, hey, we need you to be here at five o'clock to get on this plane. The le- the fucking plane's three hours late. Everything <laughs> is awful. And, and we're there at one like, a.m. Hurry up and wait. <laughs> just the waste you see, just the amount of people you see sitting around doing absolutely nothing in the military is just a testament to how the entire government functions. And people can talk about it from a theoretical standpoint, but we've seen it with our eyes. I mean, it gives you a completely different passion to fight and try to change things. Um, And nobody was born a libertarian. So this idea that every veteran, you know, is a murderer because they served whenever they were young people and made those decisions is absolutely insane. And and I tell you what, I mean, and I'm pretty sure I've got two of my, uh, if you're not watching it now, they will watch it a little bit later. I've got two of my old LTs. Uh, who reached out to me? Who are who are, who are both? They're they're, they're unofficial libertarians because they're still wearing uniform, <laughs> but uh, they're very interested in in our message. They're very interest interested in the party, and um, it, but it is it's because they we see it. I mean, people who start yelling about socialized medicine. I'm like, do you really want the entire country's medical system to be what the VA is? I mean, the government screwed up a gas can. Absolutely. Yeah. Every time I, mean, I fill up my lawnmower, I'm pissed off. Can. I mean, do you really want them handling all this? I mean, it, it, it boggles my mind. I mean, and just like it boggles my mind when people don't realize nobody hates war more than us. We're the ones who go out there and pay. We're the ones who are out there being separated from our families for a year plus because of a BS on the stuff that we didn't have anything to do with. Uh, because somebody else decided somewhere else this would be a good idea. I mean, we want we hate it more than anybody else does. True. I it mean, gives us that credibility we could never get otherwise. No, I mean, yeah, this is a story. This is what uh, frustrated me too in that Discord. I mean, I was telling the story of if I remember when I I was I was medevaced out of Iraq. It was uh, for for a health reason. It wasn't for injury or stuff like that. And on the bus going to the bird, I've got this the second lieutenant. Both of his feet are gone. He is on a heavy morphine drip. Uh, and he's over here just going, yeah, these poor bastards. I'm going to be back here in a year kicking down doors with titanium feet, baby. He was just he was just he was just so stoned. But I mean, this this guy just got out of college last year. I mean, he's like, yeah, they're sending me Walter Reed. That's a big mistake. I, I graduated from school 30 minutes from there. We're going to have more alcohol running through Walter Reed then. <laughs> uh, and, and then from there, I went to Brooks Army Hospital, which is in San Antonio. But that's mm-hmm. where the Army's burn unit is. Right. I mean, 
and, and I'm walking around the hospital and I mean, I'm seeing all these vets with horrific burn injuries. I mean, that's why I said nobody hates it more than we do. We see stuff like exactly. that. These are, these are people that some of that were some of our brothers in arms. Okay. Our sisters in arms. It, it, it drives me up a wall that people are going to think that we're just a murder cult. And it's kind of, and you know, that's what really, I think, set me off. The fact that, you know what I mean? We know the cost. We know the cost of war doesn't stop when we leave. We know that the cost of war is going to go on for as long as these soldiers are alive, who have PTSD, who have long-term injuries or complications from their injuries. I mean, we know if we want to shrink government, that's the first area, one of the first areas we need to hit. Yep. I mean, so yeah, it, it gets a little frustrating with people who just don't understand, who are who are keyboard warriors. Identitarians. And to yeah, say those I, things, to try to be pure and to try to be edgy and not give a damn about the messaging and who you're, you know, repulsing and who you're bringing oh, away from our message yeah. means that you don't really care about the state. You don't really care about the enemy. We hate well, them. We're not going to do that. That was one of my things with this because I listened to the uh, the podcast this morning between with Adam and Cajun. And, and, and the only thing that was going, they were like talking about how effective this messaging is. Well, the problem is you're you're doing this edge messaging. And you're going to chase off 90% of the people. You're going to keep 10. Out of those 10%, you might convince three. Now, granted, those 3% now join the cult, the real cult. Okay? The ones that said, this is gospel. This is gospel. we got to be edgy. Well, meanwhile, you've eliminated 97% of the people. Yep. We can't win elections that way. No, we need them. And And 90% of those people... We'll never hear anything we have to say because all they're going to remember is they called the military, which my son or my grandson or my grandfather, a murder cult. That's and that's where I get part of where I get frustrated is the purpose of a limit of a part, political party is to win elections, win elections, get in there and change things. And and sometimes we just we can't get we can't get that uh, can't get that through. Let me move over a little bit, guys, so I can try to get that. There we go. Get that light out of your eyes. Uh, so, yeah, and that's a lot of where, where my, my rant when I was on Facebook the other day came from. I mean, Less than that. It, Sorry. Sorry, Bull. No, I, was thinking, I, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I like Adam as a person, but he's history. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I was on his show a while back. I mean, I had a great time on the show. But, I mean, there was some some – Cases where, yeah, it was pretty obvious there were some things, a lot of things we agreed on, but there was also some things that, yeah, we weren't necessarily on the same same page on. Uh, but you know, we need those voices because it gets us out of our comfort zone. But you speak, you can, you speak differently between libertarians and the general public. I mean, you've already got our ear. We're not going to turn our back on you immediately. Uh, but you start throwing away, throwing this around like they like they did to me. Yeah, we some of us will. I mean, some of us aren't uh, aren't buying it. I mean, the and, and I understand where they're coming from. I don't agree. I don't I mean I don't agree at all. But it's, but it's like Bootleg said. I mean, there is something to be said about the military being a cult. I mean, the the structure, the the do as we. I mean, following the orders, uh, our uh, commitment to each other. 
I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, me and you can get into a knockdown, drag out fight right tonight. And tomorrow, if somebody's messing with you, I'm, re- I'm there right by your side. Okay. I mean, no, whatever happened in the past, it's in the past. I mean, you're, you're, you're my brother, my sister in arm, and I am, I, I am there for you. I mean, a, a good example. And uh, one of the guys I'm running against, a guy named Mark Lindquist. He's running as he's one of the guys running as a Democrat. He's actually a professional national anthem singer, <laughs> football for NFL and stuff like that. Uh, about two weeks ago, Mark did a big post on, "Hey, you know what? It was it's been a rough time for me. I had to go to the VA and spend the weekend there in a mental health unit trying to to get me get me to get me back on track." Uh, which as veterans, I mean, we, uh, we can relate. And um, one of the guys on his page, a Republican came back and just started just flat out attacking him. How are you going to be a Congressman? You can't even handle this. And I mean, and, and I was one of the ones who went on there and said, and said, Hey, time out. Okay. I mean, this guy, I mean, yes, this is what triggered Mark. It was, he got PTSD from being in Afghanistan. The first time he heard the, the sirens. We all know people who were like that. I mean, who first time they heard those air raid sirens or incoming sirens, they flipped. Uh, and, and that's kind of how, how Mark was. And, and that's that PTSD, even as something small as that, is still trying to come. But yeah, he's my comp- competition. He's the guy I'm running against. Right now, he's probably the favorite Democratic candidate. But you know what? He was my brother in, in arms. I mean, I went there and I, and I defended him. Uh if y'all know, if y'all ha, you know, do have access to uh, my Facebook rant the other day, if you go down that page, you're gonna see a comment from from Mark Link was returning the favor. Hell yeah. Okay, that's. I mean, that's that's part of what it is. I mean, we 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 got each other's back. I mean, it's. So yeah, in that way, yeah, well, I guess we are a little cultish. Uh, murder cult, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so much. <clears throat> I think the military does a lot of bad things, and I think we have to be honest about that and acknowledge that, but it's such a massive oversimplification to call it a murder cult and write everybody off, especially veterans who those things are in their past. Now they're an option for this movement, an option for this party to take on the state, and you're going to write them off and you're going to repulse them. Like I said, it's, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, if you listen to Adam Kokesh talk about his military service, he's done some terrible things and witnessed some really terrible things um, from what I've talked to you guys about a lot worse than we have. Um, so for him to personally make those accusations against Cajun and say those things is, is pretty horrendous to me. I mean, you know, it's each, it's each person's responsibility to not be the concentration camp guard, right. To stop yourself from taking those orders. Adam didn't always do that. And, uh, well, and I, and I look think, back and say that I did. So and I I don't think know. That's part, that may be part of what's shading his view True is he know this is what he did mm. and he assumed everybody else did the same, would do the same. Huh. And we're, we're not all the same. I mean, but but if you have that mentality of, yeah, I did some screwed up thing and so did everybody else I know. Yeah. Projection. Then that, can, that can, I mean, it's possible that can shade your overall view. And, and I'm not saying that's what it is. Definitely. I'm just kind of, uh, when I have people who are in that situation, I try to figure out what could be driving that train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, I, I don't know for sure, but, but yeah, it, it's still, Military is one of our biggest areas where we can grow the party because we all know what the B, how much the BS is. 
I mean, the Mises message, and, and, and I and I fight with them all the time because I love their message. I, I hate their delivery. Hmm. Okay. I mean, because, like, the Mises message is golden in this area, in this district. But when you start throwing it out edgy, you turn people off. It's real hard to get back. Hmm. I mean, and, and that's for, for somebody who, like me who's – who's out here actually on the ground running for office. Damn it, man. It makes my job a lot harder than it has to be. I mean, we're already on an uphill battle. Yeah. I mean, nobody, I mean, nobody wants to give us the time of day or a chance. And then when, when stuff like that happens, it, just, it makes it, makes it harder. And, it, and, and yeah, it pisses me off. Cause I mean, we're, I'm, I'm a retired Sergeant first class. Okay. I am not rich by any stretch of the means. Uh, and I'm probably I'm throwing in four dollars, basically my own money for every dollar of contribution I'm getting right now. Uh, so I am putting everything in this. I am in this to win it. Okay, I'm not here is trying to get a a, a uh, protest vote. I'm here to actually come in here and fuck it. Let's change things. All it takes is one of us. Hell it yeah. takes one of us anywhere in the country. One of us to win as a libertarian. Getting into getting into Congress for everybody else to go. Hey, this is possible. People don't remember this. Minnesota, we put Jesse Ventura in the governor's mansion. Okay, as a third party, as an independent. Damn it, we've done it before. We'll do it again. Hmm. I mean, people are open to that here, but I mean, not. It, but when we can't put our, we can't get our our our, our shit together. I mean, and that's what I was ranting in my in my my post on where I had to um I had to really take a step back and go, hey, what well, is it a benefit for me to run as a libertarian? I want to, because a third party in Congress has so much more impact than the independent. But if we keep shooting my shooting ourselves in the foot, can I afford to? I mean, to make a difference, I got to be able to get in there. And. Uh, so, and that's part of what was driving that that post, that 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 uh, that venting. Well, you better uh, not leave, man, because it's not going to get any better if you bail. We need well, you know what? And, 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 and you know, in the the number, not only the number of people who have reached out to me, but the specific personalities within the party that have reached out to me uh, since then has really has really it's, it's been humbling. Hell, I even know some of these people even knew who in the frick I was. Okay, and I mean, and I'm I'm getting these these uh, messages of support. I mean, it's it, it's it's humbling, and it shows this was probably a conversation that needed to happen. Hmm. So, you were talking about like you know, I guess kind of the last segment here we've been talking about like this shocking, awful messaging, like Eskimo Libertarian said, um. It kind of relates to how Donald Trump ran his both of his campaigns. He really struggled with women in in the polls. And mm-hmm. as Elizabeth as Elizabeth is saying right here, it's no surprise the LP doesn't appeal to as many women with the awful shock value messaging. And that's Seriously. true. Women don't like that kind of messaging. They uh, the polls show it time and time again. The more fringe and the more edge lordy you are, the worst you will do in the polls. And if people want to start winning these damn elections, we have to cut that shit out. 
you, you can't you can't be like that. And now, again, when when you're when you're a hardcore activist, your goal is not necessarily to run to win elections. It is the 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 winning the fighters over. We'll win we'll win elections later. Let's get the let's work on getting a core people together. I mean, if that's just my view. Maybe I'm way off base. I mean, but I mean, a lot of their messaging has nothing to do about winning elections today. It has change. It has, but it's about changing the way people think for for later. Damn right. I mean, yeah. and that's just what their their messaging is 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 focused on, and it's it's shooting us in the foot today, where we can we can make a difference because people are tired of the two parties. I mean, with the way things have gone over, the, our, our our opportunity is huge. I mean, between me and, and Jacob over in, in Missouri and, and Alden in in Mississippi, we've got some great opportunities coming up. I mean, we can really shock the system if people let us get out of our way. I mean, what's the old saying in the military? Lead, follow, or get out of my way. Who said that? That's that, a quote that, no, from that's an army famous. That's an army saying, but I believe that was probably I don't know. I think it was probably Patton, but I don't I think know. it was Patton. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Uh, I mean, but so yeah, I mean, please let us do do one of those three things. And I think changing the culture is important, but I don't think that, you know, the edge lording exactly like Samuel's saying is 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 the point. You can be principled and mm-hmm. still sell and still yep. market to people and reach people. You don't have to try to be fringe and, and, you know, only speak to the most ridiculous group of the population. It's, it's just a terrible strategy. That's all it is. It's a losing, well, you can, it's a losing strategy. Instead of uh, saying a uh, murder cult, you could easily say it's a, uh, it's a, it's a abusive relationship with the military. Cause that's what it is. That's what I've always told people. It is. They, they treat you like absolute dog shit but then feed you all these lies and eventually you break and you believe everything they tell you. Um, and then, I'm not talking about when you go into the military, I'm talking like before then <sighs> I'm talking like within public education, there are grown adults in the United States that fully believe that George Washington never told a lie. If you believe <laughs> that, that is the most insane contention ever because he had to sell Fighting a war against the largest military yep. on the planet. <laughs> and if you think this man never told a lie, boy, have I got some oceanfront property in Oklahoma to sell you. <laughs> oh, man. For sure. Yeah, there, there is a huge difference between being an edgelord and being bold. And Travis, I would say that you running your campaign for Congress is as bold as it gets, my brother. I mean, it, 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 people, people say libertarians can't win, but by God, if you look at our record over the last couple of years, I mean, it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always tell her, uh, you know, she's like my little ace in the hole and she, uh, calls me and hates me every time I do this, but it, it's Tr- Trisha Butler out in Clarksville. She was, she won the fifth largest city in Tennessee. Now that's like saying, you know, the, the, fifth prettiest girl and you know like a six woman pageant but still um oh she's gonna hate that oh, she's gonna kill me. if i disappear you know why but yeah i mean we are winning real elections um you know uh 
Natalie Bruno out in Oklahoma running for governor. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis Johnson ah. is running for Congress in Minnesota. What do you people want? Are you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, it is bold to the fucking max. And I yeah. about would guarantee if you all empty your bank accounts into Travis's account, he will win. <laughs> and where do you do that at? That's at Bull Johnson for MN07.com. Go dump some money. Please, I'm begging. <laughs> I'm a proud man, but there's sometimes where for the greater good you have to beg. So <laughs> help help us make a difference. Help us go in there and, and and make that change, make that fundamental change, because that's what it'll be. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. when we, a third party gets in there, it's gonna make a fundamental change on the way people do things. Uh so I mean it's and the saying goes, if if not me, who, if not now, when? Hell yeah. I mean, we, we've we the uh, the situation we have here with the incumbent just not being very popular, the Democrats not being able to really have a good chance in this race, because, again, Trump took 65 percent. Uh, so they're not going to pour a lot of money into here. Republicans even may not pour a lot of money into here, too, because they may go, hey, you can't be a libertarian. You got your own issues. We're trying to switch per- blues to reds. We can't spend a lot of money keeping to prevent a res from going gold. I mean, so it's it's kind of the the perfect storm. I mean, it's. I mean, I, as you can tell, I'm passionate about it. I'm, I'm. I mean, the fact that I'm convincing a lot of people who are always saying we're not ready to run a congressional race yet, and, and these are the people now who are, who are helping to push me. I mean, that says quite a bit. Uh, it says quite a bit the fact that I'm getting, uh, I did a, uh, a rally a while back, a Trump-style rally, a uh, caravan, where in, uh, and I just get the biggest kick out of this because I'm, I'm doing a question and answer after the caravan. And, and one, of my, one of the guys I know there, he ran for Congress as a Republican the last two elections, kind of tapped me on the shoulder and pointed this late, one lady out. She said, you know who that is? have no freaking clue and he gave me her name says yeah that's uh michelle fishbox campaign director a year and a half out the company is sending their campaign director to my question and answer that's what's up really they're scared okay really okay i'm excited now okay i'm i'm just i mean you see stuff like that and you're like you know what they, they normally ignore us but they're not ignoring me mm-hmm. okay they're they are they are actively coming out here, and and, and 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 you'll get I'll get people on my on my Facebook page all the time, and you can tell the only thing they're doing is they're go, they're trolling, trying to attack me, trying to get us off a message. And, and half the time, they're not even Minnesota accounts; they're Republicans from other places in the country. And I'm like, okay, how are you getting my information? I mean, my ads are are, are to this area. Uh, and same with Dem- Democrats are even worse. I mean. Democrats who come onto my page is they're great. I mean, they're they're Minnesota nice. We may not agree on on lot, but a lot of them are saying they're voting for me because they like me as a person. The ones from out of state are just coming in. Why do you want to, Why do you want kids to die? Why do you? I mean, okay, literally. Okay, that's they come up here and like, well, if you don't want Medicare for all, you just want kids to die, uh, and it's like. 
Okay, first of all, nobody from Minnesota is talking to me like that. And then I started looking it up and pulling up the accounts. Yeah, they're all out of state. I mean, they're all operatives. And, and one of the Democratic guys who, who's uh, is, is just funny because I mean, he doesn't believe in, in one policy I have, but he swears he's voting for me. And he's usually the guy out there, the first one to defend me when one of these these guys climb out from under a rock. <laughs> uh, okay. And, it's, it's, and what did he call them? Oh, yeah, you're the AstroTurf team. The older guys, because that's what the term they used to use when he was coming up when, for these operatives, is just a, a fake team, the AstroTurf team. Uh, so so it's the fact that they're paying attention to us here speaks volumes. I mean, that's that's saying more than I ever could as far as what our what our chances are. Uh, I mean, we're we're making great trades. We just hired a marketing branding company, uh, so we're getting there. We're getting some of our uh, our our uh, literature getting ready to be printed up. Uh, she's also she's uh, doing a great job for me. Uh, so we're, we're we're gradually taking those steps. I mean, it's uh, money's of course always the limiting factor. Bull Johnson for mno 7com uh, I, I see. I can never do it like like for, for Tom for fifty two. Okay, I mean <laughs> nobody can do it. Like I, I, that. I'm looking at his messaging on that and going, I'm not worthy. Nobody's that <laughs> shameless. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's for sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, yeah, look at stuff like that going. I just, I guess, I, I have a hard, hard time doing it, but uh, it's like I was talking to Mark the other day, the Democrat running. He gets so frustrated because, like, I want to work on policy. I want to work on this, but all my advisors tell me I need to be doing is fundraising. It's like, it's like that's basically all he's expected to do. That you're running for Democrat. You're doing this. Your job is to raise money. That is your job for the next year and a half. He's like, what kind of difference am I supposed to make for like that? But that's how the major parties are running. Mm. I mean, uh, it's so it was one of the things we had happen in Minnesota a couple weeks ago is I got sent an uh, email from uh, Amy Klobuchar, who's uh, one of our senators here. Uh, They were doing a quarterly policy brief. And for a low price of $750 a year, you could be involved in those policy briefs to give your opinions. It's like, what? You, you, that's, y'all aren't even hiding it. That is pay to play. Yeah. Y'all don't even try to hide it anymore. I mean, how audacious is that? I mean, and for X amount of money, you could do it via Zoom instead. I mean, it's just like, and people wonder why our politics system is so, so screwed up. I mean, it's no wonder nobody could fix something. They're just too, they're they're too busy having to earn money. I mean, it's one of the other articles I was reading. The, the sitting congressman for the other other uh, party for the major parties. Every few days, they're pulled out of there and expected to work a phone bank for four hours. Well, there's a vote going on. Don't matter. You're you, you're getting our money. You need to come help raise it. Okay, I mean, again, it's it's no wonder we can't nothing in DC gets done. Uh, but again, I mean, they're That's rulers, like they're not representatives. Mission. I've already yeah. signed the pledge. Uh, that was actually one of the first things I did after I announced my candidacy is uh is signed the, the term limit pledge, uh, stating that one that I won't I do any more that. 
three terms in the in the house and uh that i will co-sponsor the bill to make it a law you can't govern uh, if you're always focused on re-election no and and, and that's how it is i mean it, that's actually honestly that's something that scares me i i get elected well, guess what? For the next, I, I'm representing the people. Okay, I'm spending my I'm spending my time for the next two years doing my job, which basically means I'm not campaigning for re-election. I mean, you're you're I'm, I mean, my campaign is going to be coming back and doing town halls, taking people's questions, and telling them what's going on in D.C. That is going to be the extent of really my campaign. It's a, it's a two year job interview for the next election. Uh, but yeah, that's what's always frustrated me, even with the, with presidents. Okay, I mean they spend. You're supposed to be leading the the United States of America, and how do you how much time do you have for fundraising? What are you really doing? I mean, you're doing this location, that location, that. How how can you be paying attention to what the country needs if you're jetting around the country doing fundraising events or golf tournaments? Or, or or what else? I mean, it's just and that's why we need common people up there. Okay, we need common people with common sense. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just and and you know that's that's kind of the the feedback we're I'm getting. I mean, it's with why people like me. And you what you see is what you get. I mean, I'm real bad about doing videos from out on my farm, and I'm looking like shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Call it as, as it is. My hair is going everywhere. I got the beard blowing because of the wind or whatever. I got pigs behind me because I just finished feeding them when the inspiration struck that I wanted to, to put out. Uh, but people could, could look at that and go, you know what? That's real. That's not fake. That's this guy, this the, how this guy actually feels right now and where he's at. I mean, it's just. Let's face it, when we look at some stuff on TV, we know it's, I mean, they're out there like they're working on a farm or whatever else. I mean, you know it's fake. It's a photo op. I mean, uh, Tom Massey actually called somebody out on that the other day where he was a farmer changing his oil in a tractor or something like that. And uh, (laughs) Massey came back and said, pro tip, mulch under your tractor so it's already ready for a photo op op when the grass is growing around the tires. (laughs) That's good. Damn right. <laughs> it was just, okay. It was like pro tip. It's like I just saw is a farmer. He yeah, knows what he's he doing. Is. Okay, he, he he is. I mean, he uh I don't necessarily say I agree with everything he does, but uh, as far as the people in Congress we have right now, he is probably one of the ones I look forward to working with the most. Hell yeah. I yeah. I think he's the best one we got in Congress by far. Uh, I, I do too. And then mm-hmm. you know it's just and that's what's uh, again what's part of things that's frustrating is I mean, yeah, you do have some good people in there, and then you have some people who is just like our 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 congressman right now. If it's not about ethanol or abortion, she doesn't really care. Those are her hot button issues, uh, because does again, we're ags. Uh, does she have money in corn, or is she getting money from corn? No, well, the ag industry is huge here, which hmm. is mostly corn. Gotcha. <laughs> or a good portion is corn. Gotcha. Uh, which as for as a livestock guy, it kills me because the more money you're throwing into sending corn for ethanol, that's the less feed that it's avail- less corn available for feed, and we all know how supply and demand is supposed to work. Yeah, I mean, government's it's terribly their, inefficient. Yeah, I mean government's putting their finger on the thumb, their thumb on the scale 
on how the free market systems work. It's supposed to yeah. work. Just so, Travis, we're uh, rolling over uh, an hour and four minutes here. We usually try to keep it around an hour, but you was on a fucking roll, man. I <laughs> Sorry about that, man. I, just, no, I get passionate and, and, and go. I understand that. So, is there any last thing you'd like to plug? We got Bull Johnson for Congress.us, Bull Johnson for MN07.com. Is there anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, I'd love people to come out to come out and join our Facebook page. I mean, that's if you can't afford to send us money, those followers on Twitter and on Facebook are worth their weight in gold. Okay, because that's also how people determine our validity. Okay, if there's we have a bunch of followers on social media, well, this guy's for real. Okay, um, so yeah, please look up Bill Johnson for Congress on Facebook. Uh, look us up on uh, look me up on Twitter as well, which is Trav at Travis Bull John One. Uh, man, I ain't got no followers out there. Somebody help me out, okay? Somebody, somebody <laughs> throw me a lifeline, okay? I'm new to the Twitter thing. I'm trying, but it, it, you know, it takes forever to unless you get the proper shout outs from the proper people, and uh, and uh, those guys aren't answering my calls. <laughs> I've been trying to get yeah. a hold of Justin Amish forever. He just said, "Hey, you say you you want to put libertarians in Congress? Here's your freaking opportunity." <laughs> but no well, you can't get a hold of that joker <laughs> yeah well last question uh do you want to do an after party on clubhouse uh liberty sure. shamrocker is uh she's excited so okay <laughs> by all means awesome man really appreciate uh, the appreciate you coming out tonight i've had too much corn myself <laughs> uh, but uh that ain't yeah. corn well it's corn that's been processed is that what you're drinking? Yeah. I thought you were a rye guy. Oh, okay. It is real moonshine. <laughs> yeah. The real they stuff. They call me bootlegger for a reason. A reason. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh Travis, I-, I appreciate you, man. Uh, uh, really yeah, I do appreciate, appreciate you coming out. I appreciate yeah. y'all giving me the opportunity because, I mean, the more opportunities I have to spread the message of liberty, the better our chances are. Got to be on yeah, a real veteran next time. We'll have you on that one too. Just tell me when. All right, we got. I'll you. work around y'all, and I mean, hell, I mean, murder cult, not a real veteran. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you. You're a you're an MP, weren't you? Yeah, I was. So 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 you were actually violating people's rights in the military in the in the military as well. <laughs> So I was like the murder cult. He was a murder cop cult. in the murder cult. Yeah, it's even worse. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was the murderer man. of the murder cult. Yeah. That's why I yeah. could pass that up, man. That was just that was low hanging. That was low hanging fruit. That's what she said. But uh, only once. <laughs> Travis, I'll see you in a little bit, bud. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. See you, man. Thank you. You don't get the big screen. <laughs> Uh, I do if I want. Oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wait. There we go. All right. Please, guys, go to Libertarian Veteran Caucus. If you don't think that the military is a murder cold, or even if you do, but you want to reach veterans, give us a follow and a like and go follow our content because we're about messaging that's bold, but not trying to be assholes and throw people away from this movement. <laughs> um, please follow elect Natalie Bruno. Go to electnataliebruno.com. Donate to her campaign as well. Um, and the Oklahoma Libertarian Party, OKLP.org. That's what I got. What I will say 
is find us at Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Uh, if you listen to the audio version, there's always a super secret in there. I shouldn't say always, because it's not always. Sometimes. But, uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Eskimo is an absolute savage human being. Um, that I that happened do... to me. I was the little brother, so that did happen to me a lot. I won't lie. It was player oh, really? three, and it wasn't plugged oh, in. Oh, player three. Yeah, we're talking in sixty four. We we I didn't you know we had four players by the time I was older. Oh wow! So how many siblings you got? Of three. Oh, well, I guess that would make sense. Why it's four people then? Yeah. I do math well. Good job. I, but anyway. I don't, I don't do math well. <laughs> Not after all the corn. <laughs> no, even before the corn, I don't do math well. She's So I want to talk about Sarah Foster. This woman has been absolutely berating the comment section with the funniest stuff in the world. And it's been a test to a test. To just not die laughing at what she says. Um, she continuously, ever since I put on the Jack Sparrow hat, has continually conti- fuck, continuously put, I have a jar of dirt in the comment section. And every time I say it, I about <laughs> die. Um, and I do want the jar of dirt. Because that jar of dirt is the only land that the government cannot tax. So if they far. don't know about it, they can't tax it. Yeah, well, see, now it's on the internet and... We all know Facebook owns by the government, so. All right. Anyways. Go follow at libertarian underscore not on Twitter. Will, what is your Twitter? Right. Not a real mm-hmm. Will. You are not real. You're fake like the birds. No such thing as birds. But, uh, ladies, gentlemen, fake bird people, we appreciate you, and Wu-Tang is forever. (laughs) We love you, and good night.